The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so thrilled you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I am Sandy Scarlatta, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm also a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. I have a gold medal in ice dancing. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I've been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. I am so excited to share that my next book is coming out soon. I am a co-author in the fastest growing personal development book series in the world with Jim Lutz and Jim Britt. The really cool thing is that the foreword was written by the one and only Les Brown, and for my copies, I'm on the cover with him. If you would like a free copy when it's available, email me at sandy at sandyscarlotta.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so grateful for you. Hello, Ashton. How are you today? I'm amazing. How are you? Oh, I love that. I love that. Amazing. No, I'm amazing too. Even better now that I'm sitting here talking to you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you seem to have like a great story. Like you started as an intern and then you took over the company? Like yeah, how yes. incredible is that? So so share with us that story. How did that happen? That's really incredible. Yeah. So back, uh, I believe probably around 2016 or 2017, um, I really kind of started getting introduced into the world of of online uh, entrepreneurship, I guess, uh, as it would say. And you know, at the time, I was uh, working in marketing for several agencies uh, in Seattle. And then, you know, growing up, I had, when I was 16, I kind of started in the marketing journey. But around 2017 is when uh, I came across an ad online about someone who was talking about consulting. Uh, and, and how their clients had discovered consulting and really started uh, journeying into it using this program from a company called Traffic and Funnels. And they were making $20,000 a month within about 90 days of working with this company, Traffic and Funnels. And at the time, it was blowing my mind. Uh, at that time, I did not actually think people made $20,000 a month. And so, but it was interesting because one of the people in the uh, profile picture of this agency or this consulting firm called Traffic and Funnels, I actually recognized him uh, because he was the worship leader for me when I was in church back when I was in like eighth grade. And his name was Taylor Welch, and he was the CEO of Traffic and Funnels and co-founder of it. 
And yeah. that's what really got me started into, okay, what is this world of online marketing? And and so I started following this company and, and figuring out what this world of consulting looked like. And uh, I knew I needed to be a part of this company so that I can learn and grow and so I could build my own career. And so I eventually got in actually as an intern for that company, Traffic and Funnels. And uh, that's kind of what started everything for me. I uh, really started off as the classic intern that just did everything that nobody wanted to do. Did social media and organic and uh, eventually worked my way up into media buying and becoming a, a marketing manager for them. And I'd worked there for about two and a half years and started at that point had been running their marketing department. And we were managing uh, about half a million dollars a month and we were producing about 1.2 to 1.3 million. And I had learned so much as a marketer and, and as a leader. Uh, but then around that time, uh, I needed to actually transition and move back home to where my family was, which is in Missouri, uh, for some family health concerns. And so we, I ultimately had to transition out of traffic and funnels. And that's when I started my own business uh, called Heman. And... Uh, we had started growing that agency over the next two years from zero to about 40 staff and doing about $5 million a year. And around this time, uh, traffic and funnels was in a place where they were needing to grow and have new vision. And they had reached out and, and we had started the conversation of what would it look like if I came in and, and took over as CEO. And, and so, you know, that's what happened about three months ago, uh, from, the intern that had to grow and then leave, started his own companies, and then now back and took over as CEO of Traffic and Funnels, a company that started all for me. Wow. So so you're running Traffic and Funnels right now? Yes. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah. it's uh, It's been a wild journey uh, and a wild ride from, you know, obviously we had gone from zero to 40 staff at Heman in two years, which was pretty crazy for me. But then Jumping in now at uh, Traffic and Funnels or Evans and Welsh, which is the company that owns it all, uh, now is 65. So <laughs> that zero to 100 plus people and staff in, in a few years was uh, quite a leap. Now, do you still have your human group? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're managing both? Correct. Yes. How on earth do you keep your sanity as CEO of two companies? <laughs> um, I. <laughs> You know, ask me in a few more years, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you're young. Uh, That's yeah, why you're yeah. so young. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, right now I've got I've got uh, a lot of energy and uh, there's a lot of me that I think I'm, I'm designed for stuff like this uh, and this pressure. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs probably relate to that of just uh, sometimes we crave that pressure and that intensity and that, you know, two minutes on the clock kind of feeling at all times. And so right now it's just managing it carefully. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you do to help manage your stress? Because regardless of how much you love what you do, you know, let's be honest, right? You're always going to be thrown different things your way. Some of them are going to feel like thorns in your side, right? And you're like, oh, why do I have, you know, you, you've got to deal with a lot of little things that, you know, you may not want to be dealing with, you know, so what do you do to get back to that place of like, ah, okay, I love what I'm doing. You know what I mean? This is going to pat, you know, tell me what you go through. So I think, um, I, I, I would say one, you know, I don't know if I've even reached that place of, ah, oh, I know what I'm doing. Everything's feeling great. I, th I feel like lately I've been in a constant state of 
learning new things that I can do better and adapt that. But I, I would say overall as a risk mitigation strategy, um, for me, almost everything outside of being a CEO uh, is delegated. So even like my food is prepared by a chef that is here locally. Uh, and it, and then my, my personal trainer is the one who organizes what that person's cooking when they're giving it to us. I have a personal trainer that I use, uh, when I go to the gym to show me what to do. Um, I have a mindset coach that is helping me soundboard off my thoughts consistently. I have an EA that takes care of almost all of the day to day mundane tasks that I don't think about like scheduling a haircut and all of those kind of weird things that uh, is just life. So for me, it's been, if it is not something that is operating a business or moving us forward, it must be delegated to someone else. Um, and not because they're not important, but for me right now, it's not important to me. And so how can I make what's not important to me that is still important, important to someone else? <laughs> and that's really been the game plan of trying to make sure my mind is consistently focused on what it needs to focus on. So your mindset coach, which I'm so happy to hear that you have somebody because that's that's in, it's so important. That's that's what I do. Oh, so what does your coach tell you? What are some of the things that your coach has shared with you that you that you didn't know before and that you're like, oh, my gosh, where was this information, you know, five years ago? <laughs> yeah, for me, it's been she's she's been an amazing, uh, I would say, soundboard infiltration system for me. Um, a lot of the the thoughts and ideas I have or, or things that I'm considering is stuff that I've always kind of known is there. But you kind of almost always need someone to tell you that what you're thinking is normal or is okay and is right. Um, I actually typically will have a, a more dangerous tendency to be uh, more of the person saying yes all the time and really trying to help serve everyone uh, and make their goals and visions come true. And and so someone who allows me to just think through what I'm thinking and, and ask myself and bring me back to my core center uh, of strategy of what I needs to be right for the business or needs to be right for my personal life. Um, and also just helps me problem solve on the areas that, uh, that are on my day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so it's like leading me through a structured problem solving question and answer to myself, uh, which was kind of something that I think was really important for me when looking for a mindset coach. And you probably see this all the time is that like a lot of people or some people in, in my place, it's not that we need fixing. It's not things that are broken, but we don't know how to properly navigate our own thoughts in a correct, objective way. And the mindset coach has been absolutely vital for me to do that, to make sure I'm being objective in the way I'm thinking about my questions or the challenges that are in front of me. That is exactly right. And um, so, so, for those who have not had the, the opportunity to work with a mindset coach, and when you're talking about their thoughts, can you give like a, a small example of, of something that, that just so that, so that people can get, get an idea of what you're talking about? Because most of us don't know what we don't know, right? And people, there may be others out there that may be having these thoughts and we're like, geez, I'm not sure what he's talking about. So can you elaborate a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I think, um, example, so our companies, especially in Heman, has always really been on a trajectory for growth and expansion. Uh, we've always been hiring. We've always been growing. 
And so when you build a culture like that, especially in a company that can have a lot of young people, uh, most of the people in my company are, are very young. And so when you have that, you're going to often have staff and team that are in places that they've never been before, uh, trying to grow into a role that they've never had to have before or deal with challenges they've never had before. But in a young, aspiring, entrepreneur-like culture, everyone wants more. Everyone wants that next step. And so some of the difficulties you can face as a CEO or the leader is managing that expectation within a team that hey, not every six months will you have a promotion or a raise or something like that, right? Like this is the real world and we've got to grow a real business. Um, and so being able to have the mindset coach of uh, one, actually, so I pay for my team, my leadership team to actually use her uh, as a mindset coach. Uh, and so she really helps me start to really understand more of how my team works and operates internally, how they make decisions, and then actually breaking down a correct strategy from my end that would cast the vision to them correctly and allow them to understand it and feel heard and accepted and excited. Um, so being able to do that with me where now I'm able to craft an actual communication plan to my team that they will have what they need, which sometimes it's just they don't have clarity and they need to know what is actually happening. And so she was really able to help me craft that kind of next vision plan to my team that's really crafted towards the way they think and the way they operate. That's phenomenal. That's really, really amazing. Um, so, so in terms of, cause, cause we're all about happiness here. How has this piece of, of, of your life going from an intern, you know, you built your own company and now you've taken over uh, and you're now CEO of, of traffic and funnels. Um, how has that played into you, you know, and your state of happiness? Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, happiness, uh, there, was a, there was a quote by uh, Naval Ravikant that I always really liked around happiness. And it was, uh, the idea was that um, happiness is peace in motion. And then peace is happiness at rest. And so for me, it's, it's kind I of that, that idea of uh, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a very mission-driven guy and, and what do I want to do on the world and the impact I want to have on the world. And so for me, that happiness is at least in this season represented in the progress or the action that I'm taking towards that piece, towards what I believe that my ultimate impact on the world is and what I want it to be in my mission. And so my piece has been carried through that because you know, taking on these companies, technically now it would be four companies that are underneath uh, my operation. And that's so stressful. And it's a lot. It's a lot of challenge and a lot of uh, obstacles that, you know, I've never had to face before. And so uh, peace for me actually has had to come a little bit deeper in the understanding and knowing that I am progressing towards what I feel like I am on this earth to do. And mm -hmm. that has been what it is for me is just that peace in motion. And then eventually, <laughs> um, the, the, the happiness coming to rest is, is where I'll, I'll feel the, the other side of it. But right now it's just knowing I'm doing the right thing and, and what I believe I'm supposed to be doing. Love it. And I have not heard that quote. My favorite one, which is kind of very similar is peace. It's not about being in a place where there's no trouble or hard work. It's about being in the midst of those things and still being calm in your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Or it's kind of like 
the same thing, you know, like, um, cause people feel like, you know, they want, they want this peace, but, but that's not realistic, right? It's, yeah. it's all about having that, that calmness in your heart in the midst of everything that's going on around you. Absolutely. So that's really great. That's really, really great. Yeah. So what's next for you? You've got, you've got all of these, these things going on. What's next for you? What's just going to yeah. keep, keep doing the CEO thing for a few years or. Um, yeah. So You're I mean, so young, you have to have more plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in, in the short term, you know, it's, it's absolutely being the CEO to these brands um, right now. You know, it, it's pretty exciting. We're, we're about to do some pretty large moves. And I believe that is going to really help the entrepreneur community as a whole. Um, I have a really big passion towards business builders and entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, we're really making some big shifts internally inside of the traffic and funnels and SM brands that I think are going to really impact a lot, a lot of people, people that would have never normally been able to access uh, the level of trainings that we've had over the years will now be able to. And so I'm really excited for that uh, right now. And then continuing to build uh, our advertising agency is, is one of the premier advertising agencies in the direct response space. Um, but ultimately, you know, over the next several years, our, we're looking to engage more in the uh, anti-human trafficking movements uh, and utilizing our resources both at our advertising companies and inside of uh, traffic and funnels uh, to further that mission. You know, that is my core mission that I believe I'm, I'm on this planet for is to help fight that disease. And, uh, and so everything I do is really, really towards that mission. I love that. So is there, is there a specific nonprofit that you're teaming up with or what does that look like? Um, so right now it's, it's Operation Lightshine, which is actually a, uh, local, uh, uh, you know, 501c3 or charity here in Nashville, uh, that works with, uh, not just for rescuing, uh, and the, you know, the, the brute force, but actually training local law enforcement, uh, how to deal with this and how to find, uh, perpetrators inside of the, the human trafficking realm. Uh, which is absolutely one of the, the biggest problems is you can rescue people. Um, but right now, actually, one of our biggest problems is is law enforcement uh, not being equipped uh, or not having the desire to actually help remove human trafficking. Seriously. Yeah, it's uh, it's really depressing and sad, actually, to look at it. But uh, there's a unfortunate it's unfortunate. There's a lot of uh, people high up in, in offices and and elected officials that are paid very handsomely to try to make sure that still exists. And so I want to help make sure that stops. Wow. Wow. So I was just, um, I've been traveling a little bit more than normal and I've noticed in airport restrooms, there's signs up for human trafficking. And while I think that's great, I'm guessing, and I don't know much about, the inner workings of it, obviously. I'm guessing that not many people that are being human trafficked are in an airport. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it is pretty wild. Uh, it happens in all different kinds of styles. Um, right, but I figured, yeah. like, how come you don't see those in McDonald's yeah. restrooms or right? I don't know. I, I just it just just made me think of that because it it dawned on me. I was like, if somebody's you know doing this, you're probably not flying around the country. <laughs> it's a little costly. And, you know, how are they going to have identification? You know, that kind of thing. Um, 
but in any event, I think that's really incredible that that you've got that mission because at the end of the day, we all need a purpose that we're striving toward where we can serve others. And I know it, and it sounds like that's how you are. You know, I'm the same way that like that's, that's where you find a lot of your peace and, and why am I doing all of this? Yeah. Right. Yeah, why absolutely. am I doing all this every single day? You know, there's gotta be like a bigger purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah, as absolutely. You- there's a lot of uh, easier things to do than try to run your own business if you just want, <laughs> if you want to just not worry about bills or much easier things you can do. <laughs> Absolutely. There really is. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we, we wrap up? Um, no, I mean, I would say, you know, you know, obviously the, a big purpose of your podcast is, is helping people center in on, on that happiness. Right. Um, yes. I think the the only thing I would have to say, and I, you know, in the entrepreneur space, this question gets brought up a lot around the idea of finding happiness, finding fulfillment. Uh, the only thing I would say is that your happiness is select to you. Um, and it's what you want it to be. I think we're often too pressured to, uh, be shown what is happiness for everyone else and what does everyone else think your happiness should be? Should it be to make a lot of money or a little money or average money? Should it be to, you know, to have a family and kids? Should it not be? Should it be to travel the world or should it be to stay home? I think uh, the only thing I would say is really important is that in this journey of life, you only get one and you only, you're the person who gets to choose what makes you happy and what makes you fulfilled. And uh, so don't let other people rob you of it because uh, you'll yeah. wake up one, one time, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, realizing that you missed it and you can't get it back. Yeah. And that is heartbreaking to me to think that people can, can throw away that many years of their lives. And, and just to, to add to that, you know, looking at all of these posts on Facebook and Instagram of all these people and this and that, like if you, if you're comparing your, your life to them, yeah. please don't. Cause I promise you their life is, <laughs> you know, they're hiding behind all of these smiles of the pictures that they're posting and all of that stuff. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, Ashton, it has been such an honor to talk to you today and, you know, just keep, keep going for it. Cause you, you obviously <laughs> have it all figured out. So that's really <laughs> not quite, but I'll, I'll keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank awesome. you so much. You too. Bye. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.